This is Sound and Vision from KEXP. The historic Crocodile Theater reopened its doors last Wednesday at its new location on First and Wall Street in Seattle. Former Sound and Vision assistant producer, now KNKX arts reporter Grace Madigan, has more. The Crocodile is a Belltown fixture that's been around since 1991, when it cemented itself in Seattle's grunge history with icons like Pearl Jam, Mud Honey, and Nirvana all gracing its stage. But the dive bar days of the venue are long gone. Now the crocodile is turning a page with a reopening of its new location just a few blocks away from its original space. This week marked the first show at the Crocodile since it closed its doors due to the pandemic more than 20 months ago. The venue moved because their previous landlord would not renew their lease a year ago. Crocodile co-owner Adam Wakeling said in an interview with Sound and Vision last year that the pandemic was actually a silver lining that allowed them to expand. You know, that's where the COVID aspect is like, it's horrible, but it has also presented us an opportunity that we most likely wouldn't have had before because the commercial real estate market is down. So it just, it's kind of worked out on both sides of things there. This isn't the first time the crocodile has shook things up. Back in 2009, ownership changed hands and it got a makeover. This time, it's the same core people, but a brand new space. Nikki Barron, the venue's marketing manager, gave a tour. And you can see here, it's we've got our sweet 40-foot crocodile replica hanging from the ceiling. Um, and this room is a 750-cap room. Um, we've got a really super high stage, higher than the last one, which was pretty high at the old crocodile. The natural history theme extends throughout the crocodile's new space into its cafe, The Society, where there are historical photos of Seattleites and dioramas. One notable Seattleite they honored in the new space is Madame Lou, someone they felt has been overlooked in the city's history. So you know where the mission is um, down in Pioneer Square? That building was actually her brothel. You can find a small plaque that talks about her on the side. But she's really not been celebrated in the way that we felt that she should as an entrepreneur. She really was like instrumental in building Seattle back after it burned down. Everybody went to Madame Lou's, but nobody talked about going to Madame Lou's. So she's been sort of faded into history. So we wanted to have this space dedicated to her. Crocodile co-owner Adam Wakeling expanded on this new space's history in an interview with Sound and Vision last year. You know, it was the Sailors Union of the Pacific Hall and... You know, the top floor were rooms for sailors when they came into port for to stay. I know that music-wise, at one point downstairs where the Pampas room was called the Palms, in the early 90s, maybe the late 80s, there were some shows in that smaller area. But in the mid-90s, Infinite Productions, um, Laura Lee Favor, who's done stuff in, in Seattle for years, she put some shows there. She did Radiohead, Elastica, Bikini Kill, Corn, um, some really amazing shows. Built to Spill. The venue's smaller stage will feature more local musicians, smaller touring acts, and the occasional dance party. Besides music, the public can also look forward to the basement club Hereafter, which is set to open on New Year's Eve and is where they'll host comedy shows and movie screenings. They're also reviving the hotel at the top of the building with 17 rooms. 
It's a big step up from its grungy origins, but returning patrons like Jessica Johnson aren't too worried that the venue will lose its touch as a champion of the local music scene. I think the community loves the crocodile so much that even when they did the change of interior at the last place, everyone stayed behind them through that remodel and now through this remodel, and we're just all excited about it. And now they can go even farther and support local comedians and local other kind of musicians and artists, so I'm excited about it. That's something they're already doing. Hotel rooms feature works from local artists like Moses' son, and the artist who christened Madame Lou's stage during Tuesday night's preview, none other than local artist Gifted Gab. Baron reiterated the sentiment that even though they've got a swanky new setup, the team behind the crocodile fully intends to not lose sight of its original mission of championing the local music scene. In our old location, we tried to consider ourselves the living room of Belltown. You know, we wanted to be a cultural hub for not just bringing in artists from out of town, but for the people who are here and support the artists that are here. To move to a big space and it feels different and fancy and big, but we didn't want that to, to change the ethos of the, of the crocodile. That said, Barron is excited about some of the new possibilities with having one huge space. So we're in the spring, we're going to have Belltown Bloom, which is an all-female-led music festival. And it's going to be over the course of three days, and they're going to have the whole space. So everything from the hotel lobby, Madame Lou's, in the theater, you know, and the main crocodile showroom will, will have music all day. And so you can just have a really cool experience in just one building. So that's the thing I think I'm the most excited about is just thinking about innovative ways that we can utilize the whole thing together. For a full calendar of events, you can visit their website, thecrocodile.com. For KEXP, I'm Grace Madigan. That was Sound and Vision. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And consider giving a one-time $20 donation to help support this show at kexp.org sound. Thanks for listening.